0: For the week of June 12th, this is episode 108 of Mojo Weekly. I am John.
1: Say it ain't so, whoa, whoa, your drug is a heartbreaker. Boom, boom, meow. boom, 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 say it ain't so, whoa, whoa, my love is a life taker josh
0: i'm gonna miss that so much all right let's get you let's do your news (laughs) we got some news for you josh uh it is uh not e3 because e3 was canceled so instead the industry has decided to replace e3 with like a dozen different or more uh different Mm. uh showcases and whatnot And we just had the beginning of Summer Games Fest, which is
1: still continuing as we speak right now. So let's yeah. talk. Oh, go ahead. I heard um I heard that big I heard that big cable is coming back next year. Oh, big cable. Sorry, E three. E three is coming back. Instead of having several smaller streaming services, it's going back to cable again, where we just pay instead of paying a hundred dollars for several different streaming yeah. services we're just gonna pay a hundred dollars for one yeah, thing again be easier uh
0: next year is going to be clash of the titans apparently because e3 claims they're Whoa. coming back with a live and in person thing and just yesterday uh jeff keely announced that summer games fest will also have a live event next year so the jeff battle Keighley. of the titans e3 and jeff keely who's gonna win the traditional e3 who's going to be there dorito eaten mountain Dew swilling, jeff keely like which one's it going to be
1: <laughs> well which one's going to be on g4's twitch streaming mm-hmm. service uh, i don't know we'll find out whoever whoever gets that is going to be like who got the porn right. industry it was hd dvds or <laughs> blu-ray it's like who, which one gets exactly them? vhs or beta where's it going
0: mm-hmm. where's the porn that's where e3 or that's where the gamers are going to go uh so let's let's talk about we're not going to talk about everything uh that happened at summer games fest i just picked out a few kind of eh, let's call them highlights you can call them whatever you want uh a brand new game set in the universe of the alien franchise will be arriving in 2023 and show a lot uh a lot of the marines were there fighting xenomorphs it had a very aliens you know, the sequel, it had that kind of vibe. It did not look like uh, Alien Isolation, the really, really great game from about five, six years ago. It didn't look as uh, kind of, uh, uh, you know, alien as that as that game. But, you know, it had that alien vibe. So we'll see. All right. uh, Bloober Team, hmm. known for their horror games, has confirmed it's working on Layers of Fear, which is a new psychedelic horror game. Uh, made in Unreal Engine 5. So uh yeah. It's uh it's uh it's ba- it's built on the foundations of the original Layers of Fear, uh, uh Layers of Fear Inheritance and Layers of Fear 2. So it's going to be basically based on all of those uh, an amalgamation a, a potpourri, I guess, of the Layers of Fear franchise. Uh,
1: a potpourri of Layers yeah. of Fear. Have you ever played a Layers of Fear game? I never game? even heard it until I just read this part. Uh, same, yeah. same. Wow. I assume that's where it's like we've been in a coma for six <laughs> years, and they're like the new layers of fear game that stormed stores a few yeah. years ago. Like I really? assume
0: it's okay. where uh, Bluebird team made their bank, but uh, I don't I don't really know much about it. So uh, another one I don't even know what Bluebird uh, team horror is. games. That's all you need to know. Uh, there's a rumor that they're going that they are working on the new Silent Hill, but I don't know if that is uh, true or not. Um. Another game that I hadn't heard of, but everybody's acting like, yeah, everybody knows this. Um, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, looks like a kind of XCOM style game, so strategy. Uh, it, uh, the trailer revealed that Spider-Man will be joining uh, the roster, and it will be released on October 7th of this year. The trailer also featured the main villain, Lilith, and uh, corrupted versions of Venom, Sabretooth, Scarlet Witch, and The Hulk.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Sounds sounds. Uh, there was a new
0: trailer for Gotham Knights, which featured Nightwing. That that game actually looks pretty pretty legit. Ooh. Um, uh, uh if sure. you can play in the, kind of the Gotham City universe, you know, play around in that sandbox for a while, you know, with uh, Batman's buddies, I I might be down for that. Might be down. That sounds yeah. great. <laughs> uh, we saw a trailer for the Cuphead DLC, Delicious Last Course. Uh, as it will be uh it's being released on june thirtieth, which we already knew. Uh we saw some gameplay featuring uh the new character, Ms Chalice. Ms. Chalice. Ooh. Yes. Hmm. I'm sure uh, it's it's gonna sell okay. like a trillion copies, this this DLC, of course. Everybody sure. loves Cuphead.
1: Yeah. Now, is this going to be is this exclusive to the Xbox initially, or is it kind of going across all all boards? Because I know that uh, initially Cuphead was a straight up just an Xbox. Entry. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Kind
0: of. I would assume that it's coming to all versions of Cuphead that are out there now. So Xbox, it's on PC, right? I don't know uh, Switch. So uh, yeah, yeah. probably. So I'm guessing it's it's uh, it's DLC for all versions. Uh, Neon White which is a stylish card-based shooter and platformer, comes out next week. I had never heard of this game until uh, just this past week. Uh, uh, some speculation came out that Neon, white's, uh, neon White um, accidentally leaked uh, the date of the next Nintendo Direct as this coming Wednesday, the 15th. Oh. And I'm like, Neon White, Neon oh. White, what is that? Um, and it turns out it's a pretty cool looking game. So check it out.
1: Comes out. Yeah, not to be confused with uh, with WWE or WWF Hall of Famer Vader, Big Van Vader, whose real name is Leon White. <laughs> Love it. Uh, here's some news for Josh. Uh, there's a... Uh, oh boy.
0: I know, I know the, the original just came out recently and you're like, wow, so soon? Uh, but there's going to be a sequel to Flashback called Flashback 2. Oh shit. Yeah. No way. Uh originally released in 1992. 30 goddamn years ago. Uh it's coming out this winter and uh yeah, they showed a little bit of footage and it so- looked like flashback but just kind of pretty. Huh.
1: Yeah. Okay, well I'm very intrigued mm-hmm. by this. There technically was a flashback too that came out for like PC or DOS, maybe even in europe on the playstation one i think or something but this is i mean and a lot of people kind of forgot about it it was very mid mid-tier like uh, hardly even worthy of a sequel i don't know if it was necessarily called flashback two but i'm intrigued this sounds yeah. awesome it awesome. awesome
0: and then uh finally before we get into some other stuff and don't worry i've got i've got plenty of good stuff for you josh uh they showed the us another game trailer for metal hellsinger and <clears throat> Uh, which is a music-based rhythm shooter, like a FPS, that's all like metal bands in the background. Just nothing but the most fucking badass metal bands you've ever seen. It's like, you know how Doom took the, you know, the the 2016 Doom took like the metal soundtrack to like, whoa, maximum levels? This takes that and just blows it up. It's all just running around. It Me looks too. like Unreal Tournament, kind of. You're just running running around, fast-paced shooter with fucking metal up the ass.
1: This is called Metal
0: Hellsinger? Metal Hellsinger. It looks fucking, okay, well, it I'm, looks I'm fucking great, and the well. soundtrack is metal as fuck. So, uh, uh, yeah, hmm. it looks really cool. I'm very, very interested in it. Yeah. So, moving cool. Moving along. This was my favorite announcement, Josh. We already knew about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Oh my god. Yes, we did uh, sir. They went and just like dropped a whole shitload of great information about this game. So, first up, uh we're getting a seventh playable character. Uh it is uh Casey Jones. And he looks like the old school awesome, you know, uh original animation series Casey Jones. And he just beating the fuck out of people yep. with a hockey stick. You know, it's pretty great. Uh, oh, yeah. They, they also announced uh, a, a release date. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel bad for poor neon white because it's coming out the same day. It's coming out this coming week on the 16th.
1: Yeah. How crazy yeah. is that? So
0: uh, as much as I really want to check out neon white, uh, I'm fucking playing turtles that day, that day. Yeah. It's going to be turtles.
1: <clears throat> when- when you first pop in turtles i uh, well i physically d- digitally yeah. i assume on day one um who who are you playing as who are you playing my as? my favorite turtle's
0: that? always been mikey uh that being Same. said mikey tends not to be the best character to play with in the games i don't know uh you know like back in sure. the original or the old at least the old ones donnie had the long staff so you could like poke people from like a mile away Uh, but i'll probably stick i'll probably start with
1: mikey anyway just out of nostalgia what about you mikey right away but if 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 if, uh, casey's optional and someone's already chose michelangelo um i'll have to take Casey. yeah but that would be my i'd also like to
0: take this opportunity to remind the listeners that my family is a group of fucking idiots uh because uh when i mentioned hey casey jones is in the new game Uh, First of all, one of them was like, who's Casey Jones? Uh, The other one was like, who cares? Who would want to play as Casey Jones? I'm like, are you guys insane?
1: What? Yeah, it's interesting, too, because Casey Jones became humongous for the Ninja Turtle universe because of the first Ninja Turtles live-action film. Prior to that, he was just like some goon in the animated show. He was like this, "Uh, you must pay (laughs) justice is here justice and it was like what the fuck and then in the the live action movie it was just kick-ass and awesome it was like yeah that's that's the case yeah and
0: i also really like the uh the the spin on casey jones that the ninja turtles uh animated series from like eight ten years ago when he was like a younger kid like he and april were both like kids i thought that casey jones was pretty great he had like missing teeth and shit uh but but that's not all josh there's more there's there's more more. uh so it's coming out this week uh on the 16th to all consoles right every single console under the sun it's going to cost 24.99 but it's going to be free day and date on
1: game pass yeah i heard about that game pass i have game i have i have game pass on pc i should maybe just snag it that way i don't know
0: game pass so i have
1: a few people now have said this and I
0: think I am also in this boat is that, yeah, it's great. It's on game pass. I might just buy it on switch anyway, you know, just because I, <laughs> this feels like a switch game to me. And I feel like I need it on my switch.
1: Yeah. You know, especially if you're going to go the route of like limited run games, Um, they have the whole plethora of different collectors boxes. The crazy one, I think, well, there's one that's like 70 bucks or 65 bucks yeah. or something like that. That comes with the, uh, the pizza (laughs) coupon for a free personal pan pizza um there's a huger one with like vhs tapes and t-shirts and all kinds of shit that's like 200 um i don't think i'll go that far but yeah Uh, i think the switch feels like the right way to go with that but i think if i'm going to play it multiplayer with friends it'll probably be the playstation version which i'll grab digitally for 25 bucks and then later on get it physically for the switch just because that feels right it feels like a switch game to me it feels Uh, right but wait there's more Oh my Lanta. The game
0: will also feature six player co-op.
1: That's, that's awesome, gorgeous, man. I just, how's it gonna work? I, I just I gotta see this. I, I gotta see it. I don't know. It looks it's crazy. I guess you got the big screen. You zoom back mm-hmm. a little bit, all the characters on the screen at once, but man, what a blast. Uh six yeah. player online I, or coach I think co-op. both. Oof. Oh, it's it, it also and
0: man. I think you can do a combo of the two. Uh and so they say that enemy groups will scale based on the number of players making 6 player a totally intense showdown. It sounds yeah, like it, yeah. I uh, I can't wait, man. I'm so excited. This is this is maybe the game totally intense. intense. <laughs> uh, this is uh maybe the game I'm most excited about for the entire year
1: oh yeah it's 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 for it's been quite a while since i've been this excited for something yeah. new yeah i'm down definitely down for it thing is is if it gets on pc or like the pc release on steam or if it's even on, a, on game pass whatever do you think modders and hackers are going to get into it and what what characters are they going to hack into it do you think you'll see the battle oh, God maybe?
0: why do you have to ruin a good thing <laughs> uh but we're talking about game pass so uh let's let's segue into this next game pass story uh, Microsoft just keeps on oh boy. fucking nailing it with this shit. Um, Game Pass Ultimate subscribers will soon gain the ability to stream select games that they own, even if they are not part of Game Pass. So no specific titles have been announced yet. Uh, and nor has Microsoft explained if you will be able to stream them uh, as well as uh, download. But... Uh, so let me let me get into it a little more. Select games that players already own or have purchased will be made available to stream on mobile devices through browsers and through the newly announced Xbox app for Samsung smart TVs. So uh, that was also an announcement that all future Samsung TVs are going to have the Xbox app on it. So you can just straight up play Game Pass games directly on your Samsung TV. shit
1: Look at that. Look at that. That is the future yeah, right there. Indeed, That is that is big bucks right there, man. If you can just grab your controller and hook it up to a TV without any console yeah. connected to it, ooh. Pretty... and that that's what we talked about several times yeah. on this podcast. That is where that big giant thing that they've been spending all their money on, buying up all those companies, all that exclusivity that'll yeah. be coming with it. Mm. Mm-mm, indeed.
0: Mm-mm. Uh, so let's see. Where did I leave off here? Uh, as long as, as so, these games that you own, as long as they're cloud enabled in the catalog, which again the list has not been revealed, and they, you know, I'm sure they'll add to it. Uh, sure. You will be able to play it uh, in streaming. I think that's fucking great. Uh, and then finally, for Game Pass, uh, Game Pass will quote bring the fun and discovery of playing new curated demos of upcoming games. Uh, and we'll begin with a focus on indie developers. Microsoft is pitching this program as a way for indies to build hype around their games and gather data on how they perform and for players to sample select future releases. So in other words, uh, Microsoft is really upping their demo game. So we talked about how um, last week, I think it was, or two weeks ago, we talked about how with Sony's PlayStation Plus, they're going to start uh, putting out time at demos where you can play like three hours of this game or two hours of that game. Yep. Uh, this is kind yep. of similar, but it doesn't make sense for Microsoft to do that with their first party games because all their first party games are already available on Game Pass. Instead, uh, they're starting yep. with uh, a focus on indie games to bring more demos uh, to gamers. I think that's great.
1: Yeah,
0: that's a pretty cool idea. All right, so moving right along. Uh, Square Enix, Enix, uh we'll <laughs>
1: hey man i'm not i'm not i'm not going there uh, we'll yet.
0: celebrate the 25th anniversary of its classic role-playing game final fantasy 7 with a quote short and sweet live stream also on the 16th of next week a lot of stuff happening on the 16th the stream will be around 10 minutes yeah. long according to the final fantasy 7 twitter account and it will broadcast on youtube and twitch at uh, let's see 3 p.m pacific so that's what five o'clock our time six o'clock eastern yeah. uh so this is leading people to believe that we are finally going to get an announcement about final fantasy 7 remake part two because back in january it was announced that the company plans to reveal the game at some point this year the fact that they said it's final fantasy 7 focused the fact that this was announced on the final fantasy 7 twitter account all the pieces right. are kind of coming together
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes sense to me, too. I I, I kind of had forgotten, honestly, about the fact that when they did their remake, that was yeah, only part yeah. one. Uh, or, Well, shit. I mean, what, the first disc yeah, of Final maybe. Fantasy VII? It's kind of like, are they even going <laughs> to? I hope more? so. I, I loved it. I loved the remake. <laughs> I, I fucking had a great time with it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, How long did it take you to play through that? Do you recall? 20, like? 30 hours? Something like that?
0: Something
1: like oh, that. it's damn. So it's not, a, it's not, a, it's not no, an afternoon?
0: No, not at all. It was a full on, full ass game, not just half ass, full ass, and uh, and, full ass, one hundred percent full uh, ass. And there's DLC for it that is also apparently a few hours long that I have not yet gone in and played. I was waiting until part two was getting closer so I can, you know, kind of get back into the groove. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, (laughs) that, my friend, is it for our news. It's time for the new releases. Man, Josh, there's finally going to be one game on here you're going to buy, uh, but we'll talk about the other ones first. I already mentioned Neon White for the Switch and PC. Redout 2 uh, for everything. Uh, Starship Troopers, Terran Command for PC. And then finally, finally, cool. the Mojo Weekly Game of the Year, we're calling it in June, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Coming to Revenge. Coming everything including game yeah. pass that does sound now awesome.
2: yeah, it crazy. is time
0: for dale and his retro recap josh get comfortable dale has decided to go balls out we've got an eight plus minute retro recap so <laughs> get oh cozy. man
2: here we go good
1: the <clears> apple <throat>
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? Here's the final retro That's recap awesome. of the latest retro re-releases, remasters, and remakes. As always, credit for this goes to Mr. GSK from RetroNuts.com, as well as StrictlyLimitedGames.com and LimitedRunGames.com. you can find links to info on all this week's releases on the MojoMenace.com forums. Let's get to it. Arriving physically is Bill & Ted's excellent retro collection for the Switch, PS4, and PS5 via Limited Run Games. This collects two god-awful, broken, LJN-licensed cash grabs on on how not to make a video game, I realized that when I first played the games when I was eight years old. These games are Bill & Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure for the NES and Bill and & Ted's Excellent Game Boy Adventure A Bogus Journey. The standard edition is $35, and a collector's edition with a special NES-sized case and dust sleeve and a Wild Stallions branded soundtrack goes for $60. Additionally, Limited Run Games have Bill & Ted branded Skate Decks for $75, and John, you will love this, Going back to the, your MGC uh, pickups, they are bringing back the Bill & Ted branded trading cards in packs going for $6. Uh, the Arcade Archives released this week, hitting digitally on PS4 and Switch this week for $8, is Namco's Motos. It first hit arcades in 1985. In America, we first saw this spaceship action puzzler game in the Namco Museum Battle Collection on PSP in 2005. Uh, and coincidentally enough, a Pac-Man themed version of this dubbed Pac-Motos was released as Part of the Pac-Man Museum Plus compilation that uh, recently released just a couple weeks ago. Also arriving digitally is Star Wars Nights nice of the Old Republic 2 The Sith Lords on Switch for $15. It is a port of the beloved Obsidian sequel to BioWare's also beloved uh, Star Wars RPG that laid the foundation for their Mass Effect games. Uh, the original Xbox release was notorious for being rushed and particularly rough around the edges. And this release is promising uh, better resolution and lightning impro- uh, lighting improvements along with publisher Aspire promising a free update of the PC fanmon that was called just Restored Content, and that was kind of a... Uh... Uh, notorious, uh, or not notorious, but an also beloved uh, fan mod, because it adds cut content from the original game and added, uh, added significant performance boost to the game later uh, on, and Aspire says this will be a free update coming later. Uh, Unlimited Run's uh, video showcases last week. They had a trailer for their physical edition that will be going up for pre-order later this year, just like they did with the first game. So keep that in mind if you want to go for a physical uh, version of this game on Switch. And I would say that would wrap this up, but with this being the final retro recap, I want to make sure to remind you of a few more anticipated retro releases coming this summer. Uh, from Capcom they'll be releasing Capcom Arcade Second Stadium. It was just officially confirmed uh, earlier today as of this recording on Jeff Kiwi's Summer Game Fest. It'll be on PC via Steam Switch, PS4, and Xbox One and it'll be releasing in July. And it'll include 32 Capcom classics and downloading the hub uh, just like with the first Capcom Arcade Stadium if you just download the base hub for free you will include one free full game and, and for the second arcade stadium. That game is Sunsun, absolutely free. A few other personal highlights for me for the 32 games include uh, both Mega Man arcade fighting games. Yes, they made Mega Man arcade fighting games. Uh, Knights of the Round, a fantastic uh, beat-em-up brawler. Uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters, which that's what you get when you mix Street Fighter with Pro Wrestling, and Capcom absolutely nailed it. 1943 Kai, another awesome beloved shmup in that franchise. Uh, Street Fighter Alpha 2 and 3, and uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Another uh, upcoming Capcom collection, and there's even a little crossover with the, with the one I just mentioned here too. Uh, Capcom Fighting Collection will be releasing in a couple weeks on PC via Steam, and then also on Switch, PS4 on Xbox One for $40, and it includes 10 fighting games with Hyper Street Fighter 2 essentially collecting all the various Street Fighter 2 variants. It originally released on PS2 on Xbox, where if you just pick a fighter, it'll ask you to pick which version of their Street Fighter 2 incarnation to pick. It's actually a really cool version of Street Fighter 2. And also included on it are Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo and a complete line of all five Darkstalkers entries And that. Finally, with a release date tentatively set for New Year's Eve, so you know that means it's going to change... Uh, according to Amazon, anyways, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection. It includes all 13 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games from the NES, the arcade, the Super Nintendo, Genesis, and Game Boy uh, with updated quality of life features uh, and online play for selecting games. So that means you get the classics you remember in the arcade, uh, the original Ninja Turtles arcade game and the much more uh, much more fondly remembered uh, follow-up, Turtles in Time, and also the SNES version which adds new levels like the Technodrome. And uh, yeah, you're actually listening to the complete Turtles for Trolls in Time soundtrack because it is one of my all-time favorite retro soundtracks. Hell, I even have it on vinyl. There will be both digital and physical releases from this from Konami. Yes, Konami. They're doing a good thing for once. And with the physical re- release on Amazon, it's currently totally going for $40 on there. And uh, Limited Run, uh, of course, announced uh, expected ridiculously overpriced collector's edition which will, of course, uh, hub the whole thing in an oversized turtle van. Uh, And uh, finally, just a couple quick retro recommendations from the past couple years I've been doing this. Uh, Yeah. The first Capcom Arcade Stadium, you know, speaking of the second one that was just officially announced, it's the right way to do a retro compilation in my book, and, and so was its predecessors, the Capcom Arcade Cabinet on PS3 and 360, and a pair of Capcom Classics Collection Volumes on uh, PS2 and Xbox. It has a great way to customize your arcade hub to select games, and and again, great quality of life, save states, or rewind features, and a tremendous assortment of games. I love streaming from the Capcom Arcade Stadium a few times earlier this year with Shm Appreciation Month. I will miss from Appreciation Month, and I was glad to contribute to it as we went all out on Shima, appreciation love earlier this year. For all the flack it gets, the Nintendo Switch Online Subscription Service is a pristine way to play NES, SNES, and Genesis games. Eh, the 64 games, not so much. But uh, the way they handle safe states in it is flawless, and playing the games online with friends is awesome. I introduced my nephew to Super Mario Kart in a great way, playing that online with him. I love the Sega Channel in the mid-90s, and this is a much better and improved version of that. Uh, Speaking of Sega on the Switch, there are a multitude of Sega Ages releases on there that are all lovingly crafted releases from the master retro porthouse that is M2, with them especially going above and beyond bringing games up to date with quality of life visual and gameplay enhancements for titles like Virtua Racer and the godfather of the RTS genre, Herzog's Y. Uh, There are even a ton of retro game options if you have an Xbox Ultimate Game Pass subscription, but of course you already know that. Uh, just a couple quick uh, just collection recommendations for the Xbox and PlayStation 4 and 5. Uh, the Blizzard Arcade Collection is a great way to experience their unheralded 16-bit library with gems like Lost Vikings 1 and 2. Rock and Roll Racing with awesome 16-bit chiptune versions of uh, heavy metal gems. And of course, uh, Blackthorn, which is just Prince of Persia with guns. Big props to Konami with their recent Classic collections releases for Contra and Castlevania. That is the way to experience them. Uh, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection is the way to experience all the classic Street Fighter games, and the online experience is smoothly integrated so you can jump to different games on a whim and maintain connections with friends. Sega Genesis Classics is a must-own bargain for any fan of Sega's 16-bit console, and it smartly implements quality of life features and has a nostalgia-based 90s bedroom hub it all operates out of. Uh, the Double Dragon Kun Collection is essential for any retro brawler enthusiast with its assortment of 5-star beat-em-ups from the NES days. On top of that, many former Japan exclusives are now making their way stateside with official localizations in that bundle. I can go on forever, I'm losing my voice. But this shell-shocked 16-bit score is almost up, so thank you for indulging me with this last heaping dose of retro love. That wraps it up for the Retro Recap on Mojo Weekly. An abundance of thanks is due to John and Josh letting me include this in the show each week, and many thanks to Tex for suggesting it. As always, information on this week's releases can be found on the Mojo Menace forums. One last time, back to you, John and Josh.
0: that music that wonderful music
1: the ninja turtles music both. or the bonk music both <laughs> yeah no i loved the i loved him using all that turtles 4 soundtrack in the back yeah usually awesome. i usually i kind of that... cut
0: the music a little bit just to move things along but i let yeah, the but... music go all the
1: way until he was just about yeah, to cut just, it just yeah let it go but that son of a bitch prince of persia with uh-huh. guns that's basically what blackthorn know. is hey that's like saying that's like saying ocarina of time is basically mario with a sword <laughs> oh wait i once said that that, I does, said sound that like anyway, sure. <laughs> does sound like a joshism For anyway
0: but the other lovely music belonged to uh one of my favorite games of all time uh, one of the games that made me uh completely passionate about video games and uh obsessed with them uh and that is uh bonk's adventure and so we figured uh for this uh final uh game spotlight we would tackle the bonk series. Bonks yeah. Adventure. Yeah. So Josh, I'm going to assume that your yeah. first experience with Bonk was on the Turbo Graphics, but correct me if I'm wrong.
1: No, that is uh that is accurate. I remember seeing uh Bonks Adventure on the NES and I had a NES before I had a Turbo um for quite a while and I was always intrigued by it. I'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. why is this even on the NES like this is That'd be like Sonic coming on being on the Nintendo yeah. back in the day because it was like you had the Turbo Graphics Group, which is very small, but then you had the Sega Group and the Nintendo Group, and they were kind of these three entities that lived throughout most of the 16-bit yeah. era. And man, when Bonk came out, I remember right reading through my Nintendo Power, and it had like Bonk in it. And I'm like, what the fuck is Bonk's Adventure on the NES for? So I read about it there a lot, and I was like, wow, this looks really cool. And they, you know, they gave it a high review and said, you know, it's impressive. It's a different type of game. It's a platformer, but it's you know you use your head you can smash through obstacles you can smash bad guys and all kinds of stuff and and then the first time i'd actually technically played it was yeah. on the turbo and um I the, yeah i played it on the gates of thunder oh uh, nice one disc that's where i first first played so bonk i
0: Adventure. first saw bonk uh i heard about bonk probably in uh, like a game pro or an egm uh they had these uh, The TurboGrafx had these excellent ads that were comics, basically comic strips, like two-page, two full-page comic books. Um, And and one of them was Bonk's Adventure. Another one was Splatterhouse. Uh, I can't remember if they had another one or not, but those were the two that I really remember. And uh, the Bonk's Adventure one just captivated me. The art was so great. Um, And in fact, uh, Dave, a few years ago, he got me a framed copy of that, and it's hanging on my wall in the basement. Uh, I I literally almost wept when I opened it up. I was like, Dave, you have no idea how important this was to me as a kid. Like, I loved this. Um, So anyway, uh, but the first time I played it was on the TurboGrafx. I rented it from Lincoln Video (laughs) because I hadn't hadn't bought it yet. Our our local video uh, video store that you and I have talked about uh, a few times. For whatever reason, they rented Turbo Graphics games. Yeah. It made no sense. There were literally two, maybe three people in town who had a Turbo Graphics, and I just happened to be one of them. Yep. So I was blown away when I went and walked into Lincoln Video one day, and they had like a shelf of Turbo Graphics games. I was like, "What the fuck?
1: Uh, How is that even I, possible?" Yeah, they had like they and they, they didn't have just one or two. They had like yeah, 17, they had a whole think, of like the first years yeah. worth of games. They bought them, you know, just like they were they were thinking like it was exactly. going to be the NES. Like, it was crazy
0: and uh and you know uh, segue to a few years later you and i unbeknownst to one another sure. were in a desperate struggle to see who could buy up all the games first uh and i i have a yeah. pile of TurboGrafx games down there with if you open it up on the uh, on the back of the manual it says property of lincoln video and in, in sharpie on it uh yeah. but anyway that's neither here nor there i played it and i fucking loved it and uh i i was able to buy it very soon after that um it uh it, it, it's, it's, I was just obsessed with it because, you know, big, beautiful sprites, super colorful, you know, oh, it yeah. was back in the heyday of mascot games, right? Like mascot platformers. So right. I was just fucking obsessed with it and playing it all the time. Um, and I, that, Bonk's Adventure to this day is one game that I can whip through in like 20-30 minutes without any problem whatsoever because i've played it so many times i know where all the secrets are i know the fastest path to get through or the fastest techniques to get through you crank on the turbo button you spin across the level and boom you're done
1: you got but it yeah this is
0: one game yep. where i'm like i should try speed running this fucker because i might be able to do a good job at speedrunning right? during this game but anyway uh and i still think that it may while it may not be the best bonk game i think it might be the best playing bonk game like the best controlling bonk
1: game <sighs> that's a good way to that's a great way to put it because i think that as as much as i love bonk's revenge and i i think when i play through bonk's revenge you initially you start playing it and you get like a level or two into it and you're like this is really good but the more you start playing it it has this certain God, I don't know, flavor to it where you could honestly put it up against Super Mario World, Sonic the Hedgehog, and you're like, this is yeah. just as good. Like this game looks as good. It has all the characters have personality, bad guys, even they act like dicks at <laughs> certain points or they're cute and cuddly at certain point, like, and the level designs really, really well. But there's certain elements and I, it might be the play mm-hmm. control that Bonk's adventure that they never, ever they did never again. Did. Like they they, they completely yeah. abandoned uh, bonk's adventures game style because like even when you you flip up that turbo switch and you're mm-hmm. spinning you can go across 80 percent of a level yeah. by doing that um whereas in bonk's revenge he spins slower so he descends a lot yeah. faster and um not to say that that's bad or good it, it has different ways of playing for sure it's like almost like super mario 1 and super mario 3 they play differently they are similar but very different and um man bonk's adventure just has that crisp Like once you get used to it, you're like, that's that's how it should play. And Bonk's Revenge and Bonk Three. And then if you're gonna go on to the Super Bonk games, they're all they play quite a bit differently. And so yeah, I think you're onto something there. That's a really good way of putting it. That the first game, they had that gameplay and that 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 play control perfected. And then they're like, Maybe it's too easy. We need we need to change it a little bit. And that's you know, it's not bad. It's not worse. It's just Yeah, I
0: remember getting Bonk's Revenge and being super jacked. Like I bought it as soon as I was able being super excited. And I loved yeah. it, but I was like, it just doesn't, the spin doesn't feel right. And yeah. it, I, I liken it to like <laughs> throwing a baseball through the air where it's round and it spins real quick, as opposed to throwing sure. a or like kicking a football and it goes head end over end like that wobbly yeah. kind of yeah. that's how bonks revenge in the later games feel when he, when you do the spin, it's like, it's like wobbly, like end over end kind of a feeling. Um, so yeah. I so that. let's move yeah. on to uh, Bonks Revenge, uh which um which oh, yeah. came out just, you know, not very long afterward. Um and uh so let's see Bonks Adventure was 89 for the Turbo Graphics and Revenge was 91. Um it it I think, I think...
1: Oh, sorry. I was going to say I think Adventure then that that predates it to Sonic, yeah. you know? Like I think that that was the first com- competitor, the true first mascot competitor yeah. to Mario was actually bonk and bonk's adventure and like you're talking about like that's the kind of the the mascot the craze of the 16-bit era like bonk really kicked it off it was like you know what we don't have mario but we're going to make something completely um different and and push it to the moon and see where it goes with this and like i don't know it's 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 really like kind of the 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 originator of the alternative mascot character
0: um revenge came out in 91 and i i still kind of think that revenge is the peak of the series you know, like the best, the best game in the series. I, you know, I could, I could, I could go back and forth sure. on that, but I feel like it's probably the the biggest, the best achievement in the series. It's bigger. It's even more colorful. Yep. The bosses are even crazier. King drools back for more. You know fucking uh yep. Bowser ripoff mania um and uh <laughs> yeah, you know it, it's just really really great and and as as much as I'm not a fan of like the spin everything else is awesome you know they just really like the animation yeah. is so good like this is a really great showcase mm. for what turbo chips could do on
1: the turbo graphics true very true. If it and and I hate to be a stickler and say like oh th- this was what makes it feel sixteen, yeah. but but had it had some more parallax <laughs> scrolling, um, like Bonk's Adventure, I think has a little bit of parallax with the moon and maybe some background stuff with like a yeah. tree or two. Um, Bonk's Revenge has no parallax. It's pretty much a flat panel game, which doesn't necessarily take away from it at all. It really doesn't. But when later on, like a year later, you see games like uh, I don't know, Shock Man or a new adventure Island where you're doing full on fucking yeah. parallax. And it looked like a super Nintendo game. Like it looks 16 bit. It was like, God, that's the only thing holding bunks revenge back from being like this spectacular, awesome looking yeah. perfect game. I mean, look at Arizona yeah. for all fucks, you know, for fuck's right. sake. I mean, so I don't know, but yeah, I, I would agree. Bonk's bunks revenge is probably the peak of where it went as far as level design, um, animation and sprites. Um, just the, the overall attitude yeah. of yeah. the character, um it, i would i'd easily put it up there with any other um, mascot from the 16-bit era and say play yeah. this now and see what your thoughts are And I, uh, most times more times than not people would be like that's yeah, a damn for good sure game.
0: and then a couple of years later bonk 3 bonk's big adventure came out on the turbo chip and on the super cd um this is a game i didn't play till much later yeah. uh via emulation and then i wound up uh buying the super cd for an outrageous price on ebay um oh, i'm sure but dude. uh this is still a good game the big gimmick was and this was before new super mario brothers on the ds uh this was yep. the big gimmick yep. was bonk gets huge and then you can just bonk like everything and bust through everything and i'm like bonked it at first mario um uh but it's yeah. not it's not sure. my favorite um it's it's not my favorite
1: no I think there's certain aspects of it that it was like, where are they going to go with it? Because the level designs arguably yeah. the same. The gameplay, the, the play control is arguably the same. Um, most of the villains that you see in the game are, again, pretty much the same. It's just that at this point, there was like, you can get really, yeah. really small by eating red candies or really, really big by eating blue candies. And um, the other thing that puts it over the top, at least for me, and something that you can't just discard it as like a not a fun game because yeah. it's not, yeah. it's a great game. Um, is the t- two-player mm-hmm. simultaneous, which, again, Bonk did it before <laughs> yeah. Mario. So you're talking about new New Mario Brothers games or whatever, how they had, oh, you can get huge or you can have two players at the same time. No, Bonk did that in fucking 1993. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of debate out there, and it's really interesting, too. Just in the turbo communities or in just in general of retro communities, people aren't sure when Bonk 3 CD came out. And I am 100% confident that it was December of 1994, which is a solid five years after the TurboGrafx Hmm. release. Um, That one, it was like, it kept saying holiday of 94, holiday of 94. And at that point, I had my Turbo Duo. I was working during the summer and I saved up money to buy Bonk 3 CD when it first was released around Christmas of 94. Um, Now, I'd never had the Hue card version. I initially went turbo graphics, super CD, the bonk three CD yeah. version initially. And then at that point, buying from TurboZone direct was 49 bucks. So it was like no big deal. And it was like, whatever. And and then years later, it's like, no, it's it's like $700 now. Like, yeah, you're going to spend a ton of money on that. So game. yeah,
0: Josh, it's I mean, I, for whatever it's worth, uh, uh, Wikipedia says the turbo chip version came out in August of 93 and the super CD version came out in December of 94. So I don't know.
1: That's when I yeah. got it. That's when Tzd told me it was available because I like saved up for that.
0: Yeah, and and so again, you know, it, the big gimmick was the varying sizes and playing it multiplayer. Um, and then, you know, that was kind of the end of the Turbo Graphics, the end of the Turbo Duo, and all that business. So, I mean, we right. had seen uh, seen Bonk on the NES and Famicom, but uh, Super Bonk came out on uh, the S- Super Nintendo in '94, and it was very similar yep. to Bonk Three. Um, as far as the
1: stages. It, it was. <clears throat> yep, it was very similar. Um, very long stages. That was one thing that the Bonk games always seem to have is games or stages where it felt like it was almost like a, a battle of attrition. <laughs> like, can you stand the fact that these <laughs> stages are 20 minutes yeah. plus each? Like, holy shit. Is it, when is this going to end? It's like you, you get to one of those little like uh, go this way or go arrow, arrow sign things. You hop down, it goes. Do, do, yeah. do, do, da, da, da. And you're like, finally. And it's like, nope. <laughs> 1-7 yeah. like are you fucking <laughs> exactly. kidding me oh, exactly and, and and these um, are
0: games uh, both super yeah. bonk and bonk like, 3 mm. were games that i really didn't play all that much until like a few years ago i was like you know what i'm gonna play through all of these and i actually started to like them both yeah um Especially toward the mm. latter levels, like the first handful of levels, I wasn't impressed with. I don't like bonk running around the city or in somebody's house for some reason, you know, I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Yep. Or going through a multitude of pipes for no reason. Like, God damn, this is, this is annoying. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, uh, but once you get past all that, it's act, they're actually decent games. The game that I was most surprised by and that I did not play until many years later uh, was Super Bonk 2 um on the super super famicom it never came to the states it was super genjin 2 it's excellent it it is yep. it is basically hudson's and bonk's answer to uh, super mario world um there's a there's an overworld map yep. he uh bonk takes up a little less space on the screen so he's proportioned more like mario on the screen and the levels feel very much like mario yep. super mario world to me i love this game it is really good
1: i've never finished that one um and now if you're saying that you've played them or like s- s- spent a like a real substantial amount of time on them super bonk 2 is the one that i've always loved and it's like every time i start to play it, i'm like oh man i can't wait until i have enough time yeah. to play through this and i just yeah. haven't yet and and i know i know it's a good game everyone says it's yeah. a good game it's like the one game that you should play in the bonk series but no one knows about and i'm like sitting here waiting idly for some strange <laughs> reason I, I just need. this is like i just need to jump in I've it's like one game. of
0: those forgotten gems that you always hear about you know it's like oh there was a there was Ooh. a super bonk 2 and it's fucking amazing yeah it's like one of the best in the series like yeah. holy shit um really great so you know if you want to yeah. find a rom out there and play it or uh import a uh cartridge import it it's, it's a, a cheap, cheap game. game and yeah. modding your super nintendo to play it just all you need is to pull off a couple tabs man (laughs) yeah you're good to go um which i've done um and 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 i don't regret it for a second um and then you know there were game boy games that were fairly decent you know they were fun
1: yeah that was a big one the bonks adventure and bonks revenge both came out on the game boy uh regular og game boy and um they are not ports of the turbo version or even the nes one they're actually original games um bonks revenge is i i have them both on game boy and i have another another game that i have never played through all the way um either of them but they seem really cool like they're they're just new bonk games new levels all sorts of different variety of enemies bad guys and uh you know same play controls it looks really cool so all of these games are great like there isn't one single bonk game that's like oh avoid 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 they're they're all like they had a good freaking formula and a good system put together and they just made good games um
0: there is one game that I wasn't familiar with until actually quite recently. It's called uh, GB Genjin Land Viva Chikun Kingdom, and this is a series of mini games uh, for the Game Boy. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of inscrutable. I ha- I've 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 been playing it or trying to play it at least on my uh, EverDrive uh, for Game Boy. And mm-hmm. uh and I'm I'm having a hard time just figuring it out, to be honest with you. Um there's the Genjin collection for the Game Boy, which is a collection of all three Game Boy games, including that mini game collection. So uh yeah, Ooh, nice. um so that's pretty neat. Um but yeah, that uh that GB Genjin land uh is it's it's I, I don't get it. Like I need to I need to watch like a super play of it or something and have someone show me how oh, to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Then there was one yeah, I've actually never heard then of Then there was one that I played on my remember, you know, we all had flip phones back in the day. Uh, oh god. Yep, I had go. the Motorola Razor phone. Yeah, I remember that. Motorola Razor. And uh on my Motorola yep. Razor phone, I paid for and downloaded Bonk's Return. <laughs> And I tried my best to play it with the clicky little buttons on my flip phone. And I will tell you, it was a struggle. It was a fucking struggle. Um, but I did it. I didn't play through it. I I got pretty far before I just said enough of this, but I'm such a Bonks fan. I was like, all right, 10 bucks or whatever it was. I'm playing this damn Bonk game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did not like it. I actually figured out how to emulate it several years ago on a, on a windows PC. And I Ooh. played it a bit. It was better because I had an actual controller, but it was still like, remember how I told you that sure. uh, Bonks Revenge had the wobbly football. This was like he spun oh, yeah. like you know, in the air. It was it was really bad, and his jump was like up, over, down, up, over, down. Oh, that's It was rough. really really bad. Um, and then there are a bunch of like iOS games imagine. that were released in Japan that I think I've I've played a couple of them via emulation as well. They're not great. They're they're kind of oh, just sure. like um, little little cheap like puzzle games. Um, there's one that same game. You know that same game. Everybody's made a version of that. Or Samegame, if you want to be, you know, whatever. (laughs) Samegame. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. and then there was uh, finally and, you know, fatefully uh, Bonk Brink of Extinction, which was completed, ready to be released. Yeah, Uh, Torgo on our Discord played it at E3. Uh, I was not at E3 that year, so I did not play it. Um, Or maybe I was and I just didn't find it. I don't remember. But... Uh, it was totally complete. You can find videos of it, uh, out on YouTube of a complete playthrough of Bonk Brink of Extinction. But for whatever reason, uh, Konami, you know, at that point had purchased Hudson and they were like, you know what? Fuck your Bonk game. We're not releasing
1: it. (laughs) that was on the game uh, here, it right? was
0: on no it was on uh xbox live you know mm. xbox 360 and ps3 oh yeah. that's right yeah and uh by all accounts i've i've, I've watched that's the so video sad. playthrough it looks okay it's got that xbox live or xbox you know 360 uh kind of quasi yeah. 2d 3d look to it so it doesn't look great it doesn't look like it plays yeah. great but i still want it like god damn it Oh, of course! In like yeah. ten years or so, we're going to get to finally be able to emulate uh, Xbox 360 games properly on our computers, and and somebody'll somebody'll we'll do a, like, a ROM oh. dump of *Brink of Extinction*, and then we'll all get to play it.
1: And we'll be like, yeah, thirty-five minutes later, we'll be like, well, that was worth yeah. my time. That was worth my time. You know what you didn't mention is the the that Kaneko or Kaneko oh, right. game of bonks. I think there are shame. two of them, aren't there? That was uh i actually don't know of a second one but the first one I, I it's it's interesting too because the way it looks and the way it plays and the way it feels it, it's really cool but they they went in such a weird direction with it uh, the bonk arcade game where it's like you, you don't like play it and you don't play it like yeah. a bonk game you kind of play it as some kind of weird little adventure game where the levels are and i shit you not they're like yeah. this long oh no, they're super um, it's super basically short. a rate, it's a race. It's a race from the left to the right. Usually there isn't even a boss. Sometimes there is, but you're just collecting sl- yeah. smileys and you're just like, you bonk things and then they, this smiley pops up and you have to balance them on your head and then you get to the end of the level and there's like 50 smileys on your head. And if however many smileys you get at the end of the stage is however many points you get and blah, 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 yeah. yada, yada. And I was like, Man, when I first got a ROM of that working, and I was like, oh, finally, I can freaking play this game. Or at the Galloping Ghost in Chicago. There is a Bonk's a arcade game in there. I played it, sat down, and I'm like, I'm going to properly play this in an arcade machine. And five minutes later, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think I'm good. I'm good now. I think, I think I've think i had my fill. There's literally no variety nope. in the stages. You just walk over for 15 seconds, hit the timer, and you're like, seven <laughs> smilers. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, that was um, worth it.
0: The one other released game that I <laughs> wanted to mention was the remake that uh hudson did uh in the hudson i think it's called like the hudson selection or whatever they released they they remade four games they did uh, a remake of bonk's adventure they did a remake of star soldier a remake of adventure island and then another version of load runner um all of them fair to okay (laughs) uh uh, the sure what that those were no these were actually physical releases in japan only um, and oh. I think they they came on GameCube and PS two. Um, I've got the physical GameCube version of Bonk, and I think uh, Star Soldier. I can't remember. Um, but uh, oh, cool. uh, the Bonk game they completely redid the graphics, and they look okay. They look nice. They're like two D. They look like hand drawn almost, right? And Bonk is all angry looking, and um, yeah, um, and yeah. and it plays well. Like I just played it uh, last week, actually. Again. Um, for the first time in a long time, and it nice. plays very well, I thought. it and it does something cool where you know how you used to get fruit in the bonk game to get health and whatnot. this would this would give you health, mm-hmm. but there are also like something like six or eight fruit pieces in every level. and every time you collected uh, those fruit pieces, you know, you get a bonus, right? or all all, all, all eight of those fruit pieces. Um, yeah,, uh, you got a bonus. I thought that was a neat little addition to the gameplay. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much faithful to the original. It plays pretty damn similarly uh, to the original. Um, they made just like minor changes. Um, outside of that, we had some unreleased, uh, bonk games. They were planning a virtual, they were planning oh, a virtual boy, boy bonk game, uh, that, uh, yep. that never got, uh, released. Um, they, uh, the most famous one I think is bonk four, uh, bonk RPG.
1: Bonk Four, the yeah. RPG. Yeah. That was a uh, man at the end of the, uh, turbo's lifespan. I think uh, the, the, the Graphics forums or the PC Engine FX forums, um, man, we were, we were on a fucking witch hunt for that game. Anybody that had any information on that one or Marble <laughs> yeah. Madness, it was like, which one are we going to find uh, out about first? Oh, God, it was so crazy. Yeah,
0: I'm, there's screenshots out there. Uh, EGM, EGM yep. had screenshots, and <laughs> those were kind of, if you Google Bonk for RPG, those are probably the screenshots that will pop up. Um, and it probably. looks... It didn't, it didn't look, look great, great but man it looked it, it looked like it, it looked like it, oh. Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior. Uh it looked like old school, like that but yep. in like a uh prehistoric time, you know. Um yeah. this one's cool. Uh, Ultra Genjin was supposed to be an N64 game but they turned it into Bomberman Hero on the N64. Oof.
2: And if oh, you yeah, play Bomberman right. Hero, yep.
0: you're like, "Oh yeah, I can see how this may have started out as a bonk, a 3D bonk game." Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's it. I'm sure there's probably something else out there that I'm forgetting. Um Bonk has appeared in a bunch of Could other be. games. He's appeared in Saturn Bomberman. So if you're playing Saturn Bomberman, you gotta play as Bonk, right?
1: You gotta. I think that's the most that I mean, at least that to me is that's the most impactful one because when the turbo was done and over with, it was like, Man, what system am I gonna play next? And I found out that Bonk was gonna be in a Saturn game, and I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. And so there was there wasn't it wasn't only just uh, Bonk, but there was like Kabuki from the Far East yeah. of Eden game, yeah, yeah. wasn't it, too? And a couple other characters in the in the Hudson yeah. universe, Master were Higgins, popular in Japan. And oh, yeah, all those. Yep. guys. I fucking loved it. And of course, you got to yeah. play as Bonk if you're playing. Exactly.
0: Ball, so I could it's I could talk about too. how much I love Bonk all day long, but we got to end this at some point. So it's time, Josh, for the last question. Which, uh, the final last
1: question, Josh, the question is simple. What was
0: your favorite mojo weekly moment?
1: Oh, probably me, uh, taking my shirt off and smashing my head with a pencil. I think that's going to yeah. be pretty good. Um, otherwise, uh, the lost episode is always going to be on the top of my what wish list. That? The, uh, our, our oh my MGC god yeah
0: yeah, yeah i do have the i do have the audio for that i think i don't know maybe someday i'll get super drunk and be like i'm gonna maybe post someday. this thing uh, but probably not and then immediately delete yeah, the tweet <laughs> delete everything <laughs> uh, delete my whole online presence um yeah yeah good moments, i'm gonna yeah. say uh, every mention of the ouya is my favorite moment
1: Oh yeah, it's been a couple of weeks since I've had a chance to yeah, mention it. Since too, you so. said that uh, PlayStation to Plus will fail just like the Ouya, <laughs> I did. There'll be a couple outlying fans out there, but no. it's not going to look good for you guys. It didn't look good <laughs> for me. So,
0: so that's it for now. At least uh, we're we're at least going to take a long hiatus. Maybe we'll be back under with a different format at some point. We'll we'll noodle it for a while. I'm going to take a long break. Josh is going to. here's what I predict. Six months from now, I'm going to get a knock on my door. It's going to be six months from now is what? Is that December? It'll be winter. There'll be snow on the ground. It'll be dark out. I'll get a knock at my door. It'll be Josh wearing like a big furry hood over his, like over his eyes. So I can't even see him. And he'll be like, I've got an idea for a podcast. And then I'll be like, God damn it. Just when I thought I was out and then,
1: Fade to black. Roll credits. Drake drags you back in. That'd be great. That's like the super. That's like the Super Mario Brothers. Uh, the oh. movie ending, where it's like I come in and I'm all covered in like sewage and stuff, and I'm like holding a sign that says Episode One Hundred Nine, <laughs> and I'm like John, John, you're not gonna believe this. And then credits. I like that. So the
0: way we'll announce it is we'll just put up we'll put up a, a, a just a graphic that just simply says Episode One Hundred Nine coming soon. That's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. Perfect. I love it. All okay. right. In the meantime, go to our website, mojomenace.com, where you can find links to the forums, the Discord chat, and our sweet ass merch shop. And I'm pretty sure there's a sale going on right now. And I think our T public rep is probably mad at me for not pimping it on Twitter or whatever. But ass, ass merch. merch. Sweet ass, ass merch. merch. Uh, ass find merch. us on YouTube. I'll continue posting videos and shit. YouTube.com slash Mojo Menace. I might mm-hmm. uh, stream from time to time. Uh, maybe look at some. Uh, More EGMs I've got you know that big ass thick EGM that was like 300 pages that's the one I there's there's a few and in 94 Mm -hmm. there was a bunch that were like I want that big one Uh, the one one that like set their record I've got it downstairs in Mm -hmm. my basement and uh I think the next episode of that I do is is going to be that big thick bitch um but that's it's gonna be a six hours. It hour took stream. me a long time to put that together, that PowerPoint together. Goddamn! Um, but anyway, awesome. uh, Twitch.tv slash Mojo Menace. Some of the social media's, <clears throat> but because fuck Facebook, uh, Mojo Menace. Josh, Josh, where can they find you while they wait for episode one hundred and
1: nine? Well, I uh, ooh, jeez, where can you find me? Um, you know what? I just finished uh, Tokimeki mm-hmm. Memorial on stream um, yeah. this last week it was an awful experience <laughs> actually it's a great game and uh my very first playthrough i really really blew the pooch um i didn't uh i didn't fall in love Aww. at all no girls oh, like me yeah. which isn't too surprising i mean i'm a pr- pretty hard guy. the course guy. but hey if you want to if you want to follow me on twitch and it, or twitter or whatever just look me up at underscore joshua turbo don't forget the underscore it is the most important underscore in all
0: of the. And that's it for us we'll see you for episode 109 but
1: At some bye. Sing along if you know eat the words. Tacos, come eat, the tacos, eat the tacos. Come eat them. Eat the tacos. Come eat the tacos. Eat the tacos. Come eat them up. Eat the tacos. Come on. Eat those tacos. Eat those tacos. Come eat them up. Keep it going. Keep it going. Eat the tacos. Right. Come eat, eat the tacos. Come eat them up. Eat the thega the, God the You can have an empanada or tacos. I don't know the rest of the lyrics and bananas. Well, that's cool with me because we all eat tacos. That drum beat, hmm. Can't do that on Genesis <laughs> or Super Nintendo. They don't have any
0: timbale on the sound. on the Genesis.
1: Of course they don't. How could they? Sega doesn't do that shit. Fifty Shades of Brown on the Genesis. Graphics
0: does what Sega and Nintendo don't. Word. All, right. all right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, all
1: right. Let's we'll just end this, shit. End this oh, shit. Nice, very nice.
0: <laughs> that was the fade nice. out. That was the fade out. All right, we're done for good.
1: <laughs> all right.